morning, and welcome to a chat in the garden with Monique A.J. Smith for Significance Blooms in Athletics and Sports right here on Survival Radio Network. I hope you heard me clapping my fingers, snapping my fingers. I love some Al Jarreau. I love some Al Jarreau. And uh, that's a song that is, um, uh, he, has a, he has a line, Dancing in the Garden. And so uh, it's so ironic. He's my favorite artist, and he talks about dancing in the garden. And guess what? We're going to be dancing in the garden June the 8th. We're going to have a celebration party virtually. Every year I um, announce and celebrate the number one podcast of the previous season. And I call it the Deb Award, the Deb Award. And why do I call it Deb? Um, It is named after Deborah. It's in the Bible. She was a prophetess, and people came from all over to listen to her advice. uh, While she sat under a tree, as she sat under a tree. So in my mind, garden, tree, all the same and uh, the fact that people come from all around to listen to our podcast kind of just goes all together. And so we're going to award our six, our six um, Deb Award recipient on June the 8th. And I can tell you who it is because that's not a secret. Uh, so I announced it the 1st of May. And I am so proud to announce that it is Kayla, uh, Kayla Lachey Mendez, uh, and uh, she is a wonderful soul, I mean, for real. She uh, works for the Women Leaders in College Sports, formerly known as NACWA, and she does the leadership piece. So beyond, you know, sharing information within the garden, she does it every day with women leaders, and I just think that's just so um, so rewarding to be able to uh, lift up individuals in our community. Um, and, you know, I, I began to do that because sometimes we're overlooked, and I'm like, okay. Uh, but, no, this is not based on um, popularity. This is based on people wanting to hear what they have to say. So that's legit. That's legit. The meaning these people have information people value. And uh, I'm excited about that. And she joined some couple of wonderful women. Uh, the first one was Dr. Renee Miles, who is now in, um, I know it's in Florida. Uh, I know it's not Florida State. Uh Miami. Just give me a second. I can see the colors. I just couldn't see the name. <laughs> University of Miami. Uh, she was the first recipient of the Dev Awards with the most listened to podcast. After that, we got the Dr. Thais Roxborough. And uh, um, she, at the time, she was in research at the NCAA. And I really enjoyed talking to her because it's so interesting. You know, all of these folks are so humble. They just, you know, just talking and sharing. 
And what was so interesting to me is that Dr. Roxbury loves research, loves research. And she just didn't think it had any purpose. I said, no, there's some other people who love research and want to know where this research can take them, how you can marry both of your love, sports and research, together. And uh, and, and, and so her having the number one podcast proved what I was saying. Um, and uh, the third recipient um, is one that has supported uh, – Supported the Chatna Garden reception ever since is Dee Dee Merritt, the new NCA director of uh, NCA leadership development. Um, like last year, she said, You still have your reception? I'm like, Yes. Yeah. She said, Send me an invoice. I said, Bless you, bless you, bless you. And uh, so, so, very similar, you know, creating programs to help others to grow. This is what I keep trying to tell folks. There's no competition in the garden. You know, people just don't get it. I'm going like, there is no, no, no competition in the garden. Because, see, what happens is we feed off each other, and we all grow at the same time. There's no one, uh, as you say, uh, giving shade, taking away the sun sunlight away from each other in this order to grow. We are all growing together. And lastly, last year we had Sherry, uh, Sherry, uh, and see my brain is that I've known people so long that I kind of forget their whole name because I remember when she was a college student, um, and I'm going to type her name in just to make sure I, I get her, uh, Sherry Gibson Cornish, who is now, and this is like the second person that I've noticed of this, which is so impressive. Uh, she's now in the president's office of Hobart University. She was an athletic director um, at um, East Coast. When I grew up, it was called Albany, but now it's Albany State in Georgia. But she's the second person. I just posted something in the garden earlier this week about another athletic director who's been brought into the president's office. That's quite impressive. Yes, we're losing, uh, you know, it depends on how you look at it. We're losing another woman of leadership in the AD position. But when you can be in the president's office and have higher influence, you know, with board members and, and budgets, you know, you, you gotta you, you just got to be able to get and change your perspective about that. So, uh, and, and, and here's the thing. I know, I just know that um, Sherry just had the opportunity to select another uh, athletic director uh, at at her current university from the president's office. She's a chief of staff, people, chief of staff. And, you know, you do have to look at the perspective. What is your purpose? Is it to um, um, have influence? And where and how hard high can you go to be able to make that happen? And so... Um, I am thinking about I'm thinking about having uh, my previous double award winners to come on between now and June the eighth, just to kind of update us, you know, about their process of making those moves and and because I know many many people want to know how did you do Blake and so. Looking at my calendar, I got to get these grades in, y'all. I got to finish this semester before I do anything else. 
But we got some time. So here's the thing. If this got you excited about listening and hearing um, and celebrating our Deborah Award winner for this year, you need to register. You need to register because I'm going to make sure I don't have any Zoom bombs, okay? Um, and how do you register for this? Oh, and let me just say this. We, when I say celebrate, we're really celebrating. I mean, we got a live DJ. We got live entertainment. Kiki's going to play the guitar. We got singers. Uh, uh, Kayla uh, Flag is going to sing. I'm crossing my fingers for spoken word. Now, guess what? These are, except for the DJ. I tried to get one of y'all to be a DJ, but nobody told me they, they did this. So I said, let me go find someone outside the garden. But everybody else, entertainment is in-house. It's one of us. All right? So we are celebrating each other. And uh, what's the, uh, oh, and I got the lovely, the exciting, the energetic Dr. Christine Kelly is going to be our MC, And uh, I, I have a feeling she's going to have us doing some, um, uh, uh, what's it called, Zumba or something. Because if you watch any of her posts, this child is moving. And when I mean moving, like, you know, keep keeping in shape and getting her heart rate going, but also moving up the ranks, y'all. Dartmouth University executive, senior, athletic director. Come on, people. Come on. So when you can still be elevating and bring some other people up, that's why you got to be part of the garden. If if anybody's listening who's going like, why in the world is it called a garden? Because in the garden things grow. And that's what we do here. We all grow. Now, if you understand that, because I'm from the country, all right, um, I don't have a green thumb, but, hey, we I grew up right in the middle. My 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 house was surrounded around fields that we rented out to other farmers. So, hey, I know about the seasons and what it takes. And that's another thing I want you to understand. It's, it takes four seasons for the for the moon to go around. So if you understand that, whatever season you are in, know that the next season is coming, whether you're enjoying it or not, okay? And if you look at life that way, you'll be able to withstand all of the seasons that you encounter number one. And number two, when you plant something, it's planted, meaning there are some um, dark moments. You're you're going to be buried, but it's not buried, it's planted. And so it's all, I, I tell people all the time, it's all about growth mindset. It's how you look at the situation. And uh, and you got to be, you, you've got to be sometimes in a dark place to get rooted. And knowing uh, that other individuals have gone through that and bloomed will help you withstand those moments of being planted. So to say you need to join us, this is our sixth annual uh, Chat in the Garden Listener Appreciation Reception. Well, I'll call it celebration because I can't send you any money to get any food, y'all. You're going to get your own food, sit here, and get ready to partay in the garden like Al says. So to RSVP, go to Monique A.J. Smith S. ZoomRoom.com. It's Monique A.J. Smith with apostrophe, but there's no apostrophe, S. ZoomRoom. So that's Monique A.J. Smith S. ZoomRoom.com. 
is Monique A.J. Smith's Zoom room. And that's where we're going to partay. So I'm really excited about that. Tomorrow, I have really enjoyed Dr. Uh, Chico Carwell's uh, webinar sessions, and they're free, people. They are free. See, Dr. Carwell is executive search consultant for Greenwood and Asher. So beyond get learning, you also get connected, all right? And that's one reason why I jumped at the opportunity to partner with him. Uh, he he has uh, made me a co, and all I'm really doing is sitting there listening and taking notes and just trying to um, uh, bring out the points for you to be able to take home. Um, but it is full of information. I even got the book that he is using, um, but, you know, he told me, which is we're very similar. He he read the book, but then he created exercises and ways to teach it so that you would be able to uh, retain it. And one of them I really enjoyed, it talked about accountability and what keeps us from being accountable. Um, and he called it the walls, uh, which, which is something that he created. And he talks about uh, our fears and pride. You know, because you don't want anybody to find out that you may not know. But, you know, one of the things about leadership that's really key, and this is a new day of leadership. I'm 52, um, but I have been in athletic administration for 30 years. And uh, and so what I've seen over the 30 years, you know, we led uh, by previous notions of fear. and uh, And that doesn't work anymore. People do not are not motivated to move in direction um, by fear, and so, uh, but people do move for other people that know they care about them. So when you show those people your stuff, you care about them, that shows vulnerability. And uh, th- those are, and 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 I don't mean uh, a weakness because vulnerability becomes a strength. Because you're communicating. You're communicating all of your thoughts and feelings and why things are important and your values. And that's the new way of leadership. And honestly, that's one reason why women are successful. It's because um, they show empathy and compassion and collaboration. Because in order to collaborate, you're going to have to understand what's important to another person. It's not just what your agenda is. And so um, that's why when I tell you, you can't miss this free opportunity to grow, all right? So this tomorrow at 11 o'clock, we're talking about success, culture, process, in motion, in real time. He's taking all of the pieces that he talked about previously and effective leadership tools. And so the foundation has been set. And just because you missed the others, um, he has a way of recapping that you don't feel lost. Just like if you hadn't been to church for like a month and your pastor kind of brings you all up to speed, what he's going to talk about, yeah, he can do that for you. Success, culture, process, in motion, in real time, with effective leadership tools. So to register, to register, go to success culture-consultant-coach.com. Success, culture, consulting com. And another resource that, again, I really believe in, um, 
And I have been, uh, especially, especially not just for your student-athletes, but if you have students, athletes that wish to be sports agents, so not only for the students that are um, maybe going professional, uh, Surviving the Lights, a professional athlete's playbook to avoid the curse is an excellent, excellent resource. And why do I say that? Research shows that peer peer education has the most effective way of, um, of changing behavior. And so uh, in it, she has a couple of interviews of individuals who have uh, faced that curse and share what they wish they had known. Another thing that I like is that she actually gives role play um, to how to let family members or best friends know that, yes, you, you are in my inner circle, but you just may not be the best person to uh, take us to the next level. And it's not about you. It's about the expertise and the people uh, that make decisions. And it's just very similar to when you uh, you get a ticket in a different state. Yes, yeah, she might have a lawyer friend in where you live. However, does that lawyer friend know all those judges and those police people? No, they do not. So you need to uh, deal with folks who already have relationships to be able to move um, to move your agenda. And uh, you know, I, I said that, and I'm grinning because when I tell you I'm hooked on that TV show called Suits, it's all about lawyers and whatnot. And uh, and, and that's a perfect example. Another example, which I know nobody here probably listens to, but my mother watches this every day. And uh, and I grew up in a in a county just like this. It's called a TV show in the heat of the night. And if you ever watch that, you see how things are done because everybody already knows each other. And when an outside person comes in, even if your case may be uh, one that could be dismissed, it's, it's based on the respect of the decision makers about who um, who's representing you. And that's the same way on the professional ranks. Who's representing you and what is their reputation uh, has a lot to do with the success your athlete may encounter. So this book is on Amazon on three different formats. It is ebook, audiobook, which I love audiobooks, and paperback. So to get your copy, go to Amazon.com and look up Surviving the Lights, a Professional Athlete's Playbook to Avoid the Curse by Tawana Smith. Now last night, I usually don't do a Facebook Live until Sunday, but um, Ava Amaker, uh, one of my uh, speaker bureau folks, we were like, we got to get this information out. We got to get this information out. So last night we did a Facebook Live about uh, COVID clean. It's your facility, how to get your facility COVID clean, getting ready for um, everything to open back up. And Ava is already a risk management um, consultant. And anybody I know, she, when I tell you, I've never known anybody that's like somewhat like me when it says you're going to go and, and like, like this time I've been doing all types of virtual conferences and, 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 and going to go read this. When, when I tell you the expert on risk management, 
She's got she's been Homeland Security uh, certified. Uh, she will definitely get on a plane and go somewhere and take a course all about how to not just better herself, but better everybody she comes in contact. Because everything she has, if you listen to Facebook Live last night, she was flowing. I mean, like all the different areas of things that you should uh, be aware of. I mean, such as um, uh, different color cloths to color, I mean, to clean up different areas. Um, just things I just never thought about. And as you can tell, I like to talk. And so if she talks, I definitely listen because it's really above my head. But I become educated. So I really think it's it's important for you to know where you are. So she has a free assessment, a free assessment to see uh, your COVID risk assessment. It's called COVID risk assessment for your facility. And, I mean, there's some things coming on the pipe. You know, you got you to do temperatures, um, um, and then you got to clean out every area before you, uh, like your locker rooms or, or even your weight room. So, and I'm telling you, this will help you make your point to whomever you have to decision make about your needs and why you need more because this is the standard that's going to be used. To get your copy, text, text, diligence, V I G I L A N C E two three eight four seven zero. That's Vigilance V I G I L A N C E two three eight four seven zero to get your free COVID risk assessment. Well, the time has come. The time has come. When I tell you, I'm excited about this podcast. Uh, I have been admiring this person for some years, and I finally, finally met her. Um, I think it was February. I went to the Super Bowl Power Luncheon, and she was a host. And I was like, wow, this is so great. So I was finally, finally able to meet her, and I think we had already scheduled this. Um, And I just say that... uh, Sonia Steeles of the MEAC and I are great close friends. And a shout-out to her for buying my book. I appreciate that. Um, and, you know, this is one of her ladies. All her ladies I like to know. And I was like, I haven't met this one. I haven't met this lady. And so as soon as I was about to meet her, then she leaves. I was like, wow. But she represents the best of the MEAC SWAs. And so I am so glad to bring to the garden Angela Suggs, President and CEO at the Florida Sports Foundation. Welcome to the garden. Hello, Angela? I don't hear anybody. Uh Uh-oh. Help, help. Okay. Somebody say something. Uh, okay. Uh, Angela, text me. Engineer, text me. Maybe I need to hang up and come back. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. i tell you what. We'll just go to commercial. Uh... Angela, she says your mic is open. 
So just go ahead and start talking. Okay. I'll tell you what. We're going to go to commercial right now. Uh, engineer, please just go ahead and just play my role of in, uh, of uh, commercials. And we will return. When we return, we will be talking to Miss Angela Fuggs. This is Michelle McKinney, the owner of Third Degree Solutions. I would like to introduce you to our program, Excel After Sports, where we are a career services for the athletes. Our goal is to create well-rounded athletes and to aid them to be successful on and off the field. Our mission is to prepare them for the evolution of their next. We accomplish this by creating a series of professional development workshops tailored to the athletes. We know that an athlete's time is limited, so we'll work with you and your team to tailor a schedule that fits everybody's needs. So please contact me, Michelle McKinney, at Third Degree Solutions, 919-271-8351, the career services for your athletic department, as we aid you and your team to excel at the sports. Hi, this is Eric Smith, also known as the Financial Literacy Coach or the Money Coach. You know, financial literacy is the one life skill that every single one of your students is going to need in life. Without financial literacy, their life will be much more difficult, but with it, it's going to be much better. And there's no one better to increase financial literacy than the Financial Literacy Coach. We can be reached at area code 770-527-527. 4380 by email at eric at the dot com. One more time by phone, that's area code 770-527-4380 and by email eric at the dot com. I wish you the best. Hi, are you frustrated at work? Do you want to know how to position yourself for promotion? Then Queen's Moves is the workshop for you. Why? Because as women, we need to know our value, be confident in our options, and seize opportunities when they come along, just like a well-played queen in the game of chess. My name is Michelle Larkin of Yumi Connections, and I have developed this online workshop to teach you how to think strategically, develop a personal strategy, build confidence, and create professional momentum. I encourage you to visit queensmoves.net for more details and more information about signing up and registering. This course will equip and inspire you to move like the queen that you are. Classes start November 1st. Royal Court for Us, established in 2017, is a jewelry and apparel company. Our bracelets and clothing designs use vibrant colors and come with their own purpose and meaning. Our company focused on empowering, inspiring, unifying, and reminding each other that we come from royalty, that we are strong and powerful, and it's imperative that we support each other. So check us out on Instagram at Royal Court for Us or our website at www.royalcourtforus.com. Why do colleges support student-athletes pursuing every profession except professional sports? Why are they treated as the students when they're athletes, knowing that they need help surviving their lives? 
I'm Tawana Smith, and as a former Division I and pro athlete and now best-selling author, I've created a transition system specifically for student-athletes called Surviving the Lights. For more information, visit www.survivingthelights.com to learn how we can change the game together. Let's face it, the AD position is an executive position, a member of the president's administrative team, the cabinet. The department deserves the same level of leadership, knowledge, talent, experience, and professionalism as any top official on campus. Presidents are looking for AD leadership who know how to build a success culture. Recognizing this changing landscape in athletics, join me at successcultureconsultantcoach.com for info on my next course on building a success culture. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm your host, Monique A.J. Smith, here in the chat in the garden with Snippers Blooms in Athletics and Sports Business on Survival Radio Network. Angela? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Woo, girl. Okay. (laughs) Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. (laughs) Well, did you hear your cheers before we got disconnected? I did, and actually I could hear you online, but I'm glad that we got the phone uh, working now and everything else. So I did hear all of that, and I'm just so excited to speak with you today. Well, let's just jump right on in and talk about your your journey from college to your current position. Well, it, it has been quite the journey. Uh, August will be three years, and um I came from the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, which, if you can't tell, um, I I do bleed orange and green. I'm a Tallahassee girl, and I went to – I was born in FAMU's hospital and went to FAMU High, kindergarten through 12th grade, uh, went to Florida A&M for my undergraduate career, and then I then left and moved to South Florida. But uh, when I came back to Tallahassee uh, to care for my, my dad, who has since passed, but when I came back uh, to care for him, I was on the golf course and ran into the great Bill Hayes, who was mm-hmm. director of athletics at the time at Florida A&M. And he was just thinking about, so what do you do? And I, I told him uh, that at the time I was caring for my dad and uh, that I, we had, uh, my husband and I had just had a, a baby, and so I was caring for them, but that I had worked in sports and that kind of thing. And one thing led to another. I volunteered to uh, help him to put on a uh, – he was doing 1,000 strikes and volunteered to help him put on a reception for that program and a month later, uh, I was asked to be a part of the staff, and it was it was truly a dream come true. Um, mm-hmm. The time that I spent in South Florida, I was uh, fortunate enough to work for uh, Joe Robbie Stadium, mm-hmm. that then became Pro Player Stadium, and worked with uh, club-level sales for the Marlins and Dolphins, and uh, had some great times there. And as I came back to Tallahassee, I, I love FAMU, love sports, and so to be able to combine those two and 
be able to sell uh, the legacy of that historic program and uh, to be able to work with the student athletes at my alma mater at home mm-hmm. uh, truly, again, was a dream come true. And so with that, spent nine years there. I had a chance to interact with uh, just some great people uh, with a, a diverse background of experiences and uh, the student athletes, uh, that, that FAMU culture, that FAMU brand, and the, the coaches uh, that were there. And then when I was able to serve in the role of uh, senior woman administrator and have those coaches uh, to work with them more closely in addition mm-hmm. to external affairs, which is a unique situation. Um, most SWAs uh, ascend on the internal side of the house, and uh, I've not been in those seats in terms mm-hmm. of uh, that internal side. All of my uh, academic career, college uh, career and my uh, even professional sales career has been on the external side. It's been sales. It's been uh, customer relations and that kind of thing. And so uh, th- to be able to work with them and uh, some great coaches, some champions, several championships, and so we have some hardware and uh, was able to uh, work with that. Uh, and so we can talk about that a little bit more. And, again, amazing women, amazing men, uh, that I was able to uh, learn and grow and then be prepared that when this opportunity uh, with the Florida Sports Foundation was first presented to me, of course, like many others, I had set my sights on uh, being an AD, right, mm-hmm. uh, because you you don't necessarily know about how many opportunities are out there in sports. Uh, we bring people to Tallahassee for sporting events. Tallahassee happens to also be a sports town in in addition to being Florida's uh, seat of government. But Mm -hmm. with that, we have two Division I programs here in the city, one FBS, one FCS, and a a major community college that has their – their fair share of championships as well uh, at Tallahassee Community College. So, again, uh, taking the long way to answering your question, I we're in the capital city. My husband, Davin Suggs, is a part of what we call the process. And as I was actually coming back from the MEAC basketball tournament, and uh, MEAC basketball, uh, we, of course, are there. And we are, are in it. We're basketball mm-hmm. up to our eyeballs and, and beyond from 11 o'clock in the morning to well beyond 11 o'clock at night, every day, getting it strong. And it's so much fun. But we're away from home. I'm usually mm-hmm. away from home 10 days uh, on that, uh, that piece. And so starting out with the cheerleaders and then going into men and women's basketball for those days. But at any rate, uh, come back and uh, stopped by because legislative session uh, was taking place and stopped downtown on my way from the airport. It was a late night for them and and, uh, stopped to see my husband before I went home to see our daughter. And we got into a conversation and uh, talked about an opportunity with the Florida Sports Foundation. And I prayed about it. I uh, looked into it and submitted my information. Didn't know where it would go. 
And, of course, like with, with many other opportunities that are there, I submitted but then didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. So a couple of months went by, and I heard from uh, then Interim Secretary of Commerce, uh, Mike Grissom, and uh, got a call to come in and speak with them. And that call went well, and that might have been in May. We didn't hear anything again until June. And so I was actually driving down to uh, to Tampa for a site visit. We were getting ready for a, a neutral site game in Tampa, and I got the call to uh, come back in for another conversation. And, and the funny thing that I'll add to that is, is I was headed there, and they said, well, can you meet in the morning at 9 o'clock? I said, of course. And so we're like, how are we going to do this? And we had a full day of meetings, had a dinner that night. I got back to the hotel, and I asked the lady at the front desk, I said, I need a wake-up call for 3 a.m. She said, oh, Ms. Suggs, you got to do better. I said, let me get that wake-up call. Did the wake-up call set every alarm on every device I had. <laughs> and I hit the road, and I was on that off-ramp coming into Tallahassee at about 7.30, and I was at that interview 30 minutes early. And so uh, before I could get back to my car, the the offer was being made, and we're here. And so, again, it's a journey, but in that journey, it's about looking at opportunities, even if it's not what your plan was. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that. Uh, where the last three years have been such a dynamic experience for me and definitely uh, one that I can truly attribute to my past experiences and relationships with others. Well, I I just want to back up just slightly. So uh, coming from college to how did you uh, work with the Miami Dolphins facility? It, it, tell, give me a little more information on that question. Okay, so because <laughs> many many folks are are young, and they're they want to know how to get there first. So walk me through from graduation to your first sports opportunity. Oh sure. So when I um my senior year at FAMU, my fifth year at FAMU because uh-huh. I had a great time on the campus of Florida and M. But uh my my senior my senior year I was working at the courtyard by Marriott mm-hmm. as a sales coordinator. And as I was uh, getting ready to graduate, I was a December graduate. And so the I was able to apply for a sales manager position. And I was able to get that position. And so I, my first job, first full-time job, started out as a, as a part-time job. And so with that, uh, Marriott is a great company in terms of uh, you being able to see opportunities that exist company-wide. Mm-hmm. And so there was an opportunity down in Plantation, uh, Florida, the Plantation Courtyard mm-hmm. behind the Broward Mall, and I uh, was able to be successful in going into that position. So that's what landed me in South Florida. And as it were, the same way with uh, Coach Hayes some years later, 
I was uh, hanging out with my friends and uh, the, the, the sales, uh, senior sales exec with the Dolphins in the stadium uh, was there, and they were, you know, saying, so you're in sales? Well, what do you do? Well, we're under new ownership, and we have some opportunities uh, that exist. And so I didn't think anything of it, and I, I walked away from that. And then I looked into um, – I saw a position that was advertised for a sales assistant at the stadium. So mind you, I'm a sales and meetings manager uh, ascending it's straight out of college and newly just moving away from home because, of course, I went to college in my home city. Mm-hmm. And I looked at this and I said, oh, wow, this comes around again in a different way, but, but let me look at this. So I went in and I interviewed with Lynn Abramson, who was director of sales uh, and, and vice, she was vice president of sales, as a matter of fact, for the Miami Dolphins and the stadium and now the Miami Marlins. And mm-hmm. so it was to be her sales assistant. And I interviewed with her, and she told me that I was overqualified and that I would not uh, enjoy this job. And I said, just give me a chance. And she did. Mm-hmm. And within about, I guess, about seven or eight months, and um, Lynn is now in Louisville, Kentucky, with the Yum Center, and she uh, spent some time out in San Diego with the Chargers, uh, his VP of sales there. and it, 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 She's just a, a dynamic person. But at any rate, I then was a sales representative. And so uh, maybe she was right or maybe she was just that good that she uh, <laughs> motivated me uh, back into that sales mode. And together we were able to really – uh, make some great relationships and to uh, have some success there with club level sales. But mm. that's that's how it started. And so for anyone that is listening, you've got to be able to sometimes w- do what may seem to be a step back mm. or to really get into the trenches and understand uh what it, what what the makeup is, what's mm-hmm. inside, how are we doing what we're doing, why are we doing what we're doing. And then let's take a look at where that takes us next. You heard me mention with Coach Hayes. I, we hosted that Thousand Strikes reception at a local law firm here, and I wasn't on staff, but mm-hmm. you hear people say all the time, how, how can I help? And, and most people mean it. But mm-hmm. those that mean it and are intentional, that can then, you never know where that will take you in terms of what the next opportunity is. Mm. Well, I need to get to some of these questions. That's some good <laughs> stuff. And I really, I really like the part about hotel sales because um, there are a lot of part-time opportunities uh, with that if you are listening. Uh, I know now is a unique situation. But if you can, uh, you know, even if it's front desk, you can move from front desk to sales. That's a great opportunity to be looking for uh, a job. Cause I, Absolutely. I, I love Marriott. Love Marriott. <laughs> so, Janelle White, IUPUI, what was the impetus behind the decision to transition out of college athletics, and what have you incorporated in your daily habits to sustain your mental health? 
That's a great question, Janelle. And um, shout out to Uwe Pui. And um, what I am, as I think about it, the opportunity again, being here in Tallahassee, um, Florida Sports Foundation, being able to now diversify uh, my sphere of influence and looking at uh, the totality of programming that the great state of Florida has to offer, it truly was a, a gift. Uh, it's an opportunity for me to come into this role, uh, coming from college sports, and I, I just couldn't, I, I could not turn that gift down. And so, again, it was something that I came into as a conversation. I looked into it, and then I bought into it. Mm-hmm. And I recently was a part of a uh, women's empowerment luncheon or brunch uh, in Orlando. And at that brunch, uh, a fellow Rattler, uh, Shaniqua Fleming, was also there. And I spoke before she did. And she kind of summarized my experience because once I bought into this, I was all in. And, again, I I spoke about the fact that I prayed about it, but not only did I pray about it, I literally drove around the building where the office is, and I'm sitting here right now, and I drove around it seven times. So as Dr. Fleming says, Mm. I jericho this opportunity. (laughs) But (laughs) with that, I, um, (laughs) I, I, it, it was a tough one. It, it truly was a tough one. I, I still love FAMU. still love mm-hmm. FAMU athletics. I uh, definitely am um, a fan. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's a good thing to now be on the fan side of things and mm-hmm. uh, being able to, to support uh, as a fan and to be a part of that audience that uh, we work from the other side to motivate in terms of support. But with that, from a mental health uh, standpoint and and what I do now, and even coming from the college space, it's it's, it's a a tough question. Um, What this space and time over the past several weeks has done is given, I think, all of us an opportunity, if we take it, to look at ourselves, to reset, to uh, reprioritize, to understand that not everything is in our control. And so uh, what that has done for me, and my master's degree is in marriage and family therapy and Mm -hmm. guidance and counseling. And so you can't counsel yourself, of course, but Mm -hmm. as you draw back and think on some of those classes and uh, look at it, there are several models and to avoid kind of being all over the place because I'm going to, as the preachers say, I'm going to kind of bring this home and cut across the field. With it, I have a strong faith. Mm -hmm. I subscribe to reality-based theory. Mm -hmm. Everyone's reality is not the same. Mm -hmm. We, those of us that all woke up, 
we woke up, some woke up to a great day, some will turn that around into a great day, others may have other challenges. So when we go into interacting with people, I try and take that into each encounter, even at home. So as it relates to my mental health and my mental space, it's because I'm not thinking that everyone is thinking the way that I am. Mm. I believe in therapy. Um, as we now are in Mental Health Awareness uh, Month, mm. uh, I believe in people taking time for self, and that's not always been the case. Um, I am that traditional wife. I, you know, I fix the plate, I take it to him, I set it down. I love cooking, I do all of that stuff. I just like that. I'm a, Like you, I, I'm a country girl as well, and so I grew up and uh, loved those, those, just those good old southern ways. I guess I'm a, just one of the, the last of the breed, I guess, but we, it's yeah. exciting for me. Because <laughs> I'm from the and, country, and I don't do all that because I can't cook. <laughs> And, and, and we we do that, and um, at first I remember that it used to stress me out that I couldn't do it all, and that uh, in 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 college athletics there is high burnout, particularly on the external side of things. You walk into those gyms and nobody is there, and you know now when we sell out, everybody gets the praise. If nobody is there. Marketing is horrible. So, you know, we used to stress out about that kind of stuff. And uh, at FAMU, we were able to, again, through some very challenging times in in some years, still have uh, top three uh, in attendance in all of FCS, not just HBCUs, but Mm -hmm. all of FCS for football. And we were able to sustain some successes but I had uh, an aging father, um, I had a, a young child and a, and a husband, and we were, you know, going into, uh, we had some, some a little transition uh, in, in the AD seat while I was there, and mm-hmm. so learning to, to, to the ways of a new AD, uh, mm-hmm. being there to support, because is the external affairs, you're there to support what their vision is mm-hmm. and to sell what that is. And so we, um, I now take advantage of walks. I, I, I miss the fact that I didn't do that when I was at FAMU. I mean, we have a track there. Many of the staff people do that. They mm-hmm. get there early and they will walk. Uh, they would just uh, go in the weight room and take care of themselves. And mm-hmm. I do more of that now. I mm-hmm. took that from FAMU, that I would see the coaches get in there and work out before they then would go and do their jobs. And I now take more advantage of that. And so that's kind of how uh, all of that plays together, my experience from college. Uh, again, being able to have uh, those examples that were set uh, by those coaches that we worked with and now being able to actually incorporate that into my life. I got two more questions. Okay. And we got nine minutes. So Got it. Sonia Steeles, uh yes. the the wonderful leader of women in the MEAC. Uh what is your strategy to get organizations to commit to coming to Florida for their events with COVID nineteen 
and financial implications looming? Sure, and and so uh, definite shout out to our superhero Anjanos mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, for my Miak sisters uh, and, and others. They she she truly is an epic uh, superhero yes. for us. But with that, in answering uh, that question, I think that worldwide uh, this is something that we are just taking a look at. I'm not at all a public health expert, nor Mm. do I pretend to be or plan to be. But as we uh, here in Florida uh, take the guidance uh, from our governor and from the public health experts, we will continue to market the great state of Florida as the incredible uh, place that it is. I mean, according to the 2010 census, which we know that 2020 will show even that much more growth. We're the third largest state in the country, 21 million people. Florida is a big deal. We have incredible resources and uh, recreational opportunities that are here, 1,100 golf courses, 11, uh, 12,000 fishable rivers and streams, 8,000 natural lakes, 1,000 miles of coastline. We can go on and on. Uh, but with that, we will continue to market that. And mm-hmm. as uh, as people, as we all uh, get back into a, a level of comfort, uh, when that time happens, Florida will be ready. Uh, Florida, again, our, our opportunities are endless, and that's one of the, the exciting things that uh, we have about this position that I'm honored to serve in now is that we are able to market such a great product. Mm-hmm. And that's what we'll continue to do. Um, we will continue to show forth and promote uh, these unique and diverse opportunities for sport uh, here all across the board, recreational, leisure, amateur, and professional. So the message to everyone is to continue to market your great product. That's uh, right. Don't live in fear. Just continue to tell your story. That's right. Uh, Jennifer Williams, the uh, AD. And and the, one of the winners, A.D., in the SWAC. Absolutely. At, uh, yes, Alabama State. i got to say it slow, make sure I don't say the wrong one. Alabama State University. Her question is, what is, uh, she says, uh, in your current role as president and CEO of the Florida Sports Foundation, what are some transferable skills that you made your transition easier from college athletics to your current role? Well, uh, thanks for that question, Jan, and go Bama State. Bama State has a special place in my heart. My dad and all his brothers and sisters graduated from there. And okay. So uh, with that, uh, you know, part of me is going to be a hornet as well, even though uh, I'm a diehard rattler. But with that, I think that every organization deserves operational efficiencies, right, to drive your success. And being at a low-resource institution, uh, operational efficiencies and being able to be 
uh, efficient while being effective is at the core of the success. And you have a 24-7 commitment to the success of programming. You have a 24-7 commitment to the promise that uh, you represent in terms of the coaches going into those homes and promising those parents and grandparents and guardians that we're going to take care of those kids and have a a, a 24-7 commitment to the legacy of your programs and winning. In my my mindset and philosophy, uh, we're there to help student affairs, to uh, create outstanding men and women. We're there to help academic affairs in terms of having a large cohort of graduates and uh, making them into uh, productive citizens when they leave. But athletics is responsible for championships and winning. And there Mm -hmm. has to be a 24-7 commitment to that. Well, I I bring that same commitment to the 21 million residents of the state of Florida and to the 16 million visitors that we have annually uh, in sport as an average uh, through sport. We bring that same level of commitment. We, even though we, we talked about mental health and taking care of self, there has to be not just a, a work-life balance, but there just has to be a balance of what we're doing. We we play on the weekends. We mm-hmm. we activate programming and we produce events on the weekends. So they're and at night and on some holidays. And mm-hmm. so uh, actually, yeah, cutting my teeth there with a professional uh, sports organize, organization that had multiple. Uh, leagues there, so it, at, at that time, we had football and baseball going at the same time, and that ground screw would just turn it over from an mm-hmm. NFL game to a Marlins game, and the same owner owned the, the, the hockey team. And So with that, I had that experience, was able to then come into college sports with the same work ethic and commitment to getting it done and we bring that to the Florida Sports Foundation every day. Outstanding, outstanding. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Uh, are you sure you don't have any preaching blood in you? Because, girl, you just <laughs> took me there. <laughs> I, I, I've not answered that call. <laughs> all right. Okay, well, I, I'll be in a congregation, all right? Okay, so... I've really enjoyed this and hope it won't be our last time having a conversation. Thank you so much. I hope not. And I am so honored that uh, the person that I've been seeing on Facebook, that we were actually able to meet and that we were actually able to have this conversation. Outstanding. And thank you so much to Clark Garrison, the CEO of Survival Radio Network. Thank you to my engineer, Christina Lockett. And to the brand defined Nikki Curry for identifying this great opportunity for me. Join us next Wednesday at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for updates on show guests and podcasts. Follow us on Facebook's A Chat in the Garden with Monique A.J. Smith. Have a significant rest of the day.